Sabrina Artel. Stay tuned. This is Anna Vitali Gallo. Do you need to recharge your mind and spirit for the week ahead? Tune in to Gift of Peace, Sundays, 7 to 9 p.m. on WJFF. Gift of Peace, your health spa for the mind. Welcome to Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. I'll bring you all kinds of stories from all kinds of people. Whether it's a live public conversation and we're speaking from the kitchen table of my 1965 Beeline Travel Trailer, from the studios or on the streets, please sit back and enjoy the conversation right here this time every week. Stay tuned for a classic edition of Trailer Talk from the archives. This road session is dedicated to my neighbor. Rest in peace, dear Frank McCoy. You were an incredible neighbor and maker of the most delicious sweet and dill pickles. You were a World War II veteran and awarded the Purple Heart. I so looked forward to our conversations and news of your vegetable garden. I always knew when you returned home from wintering in Florida because the flag went up on the flagpole, signaling that our visits would begin. I eagerly anticipated the phone call notifying me when your generous gift of homemade pickles was ready for pickup. The huge jars would sit in my fridge, shared with many friends, and reminding me of you until your return. You even loaned me your aqua pickup to haul the beeline trailer when needed. I'll miss your generous caring on Cold Spring Road, neighbor Frank. In my neighborhood of the Sullivan County Catskills in upstate New York, there are so many events that begin in January, like the Ice Carnival in Livingston Manor, New York, and continue to mark periods of time and celebrations. Maple syrup weekend that happens usually sometime in March. The opening of the trout season on April 1st in Roscoe, New York. The sound of the peepers that mark early spring. And then to mark the beginning of summer. The trout parade in Livingston Manor, New York. And the tractor parade in Calicoon that sits on the Delaware River. Please share with me some of the sounds and some of the voices from the Ice Carnival and the Tractor Parade, Maple Syrup Weekend, the opening of Trout Season, the Tractor Parade, the Trout Parade, beginning in 2005 through the Trout Parade in 2010. Ready? Hi! The Ice Carnival. 2005. This is Diane Babbitt. She was the queen of the ice carnival in 1980. You are the ice queen from 1980? It is a pleasure to meet you. Do tell me about this honor. Let's see. January, I don't remember the date, 1980. I was escorted in. I do remember who my escort was, George Fulton. I liked it back then, years ago, because the Rotarians actually escorted the court in, and it was an honor. Do you have a favorite parade? The Tractor Parade, 2006. Good, how are you? What's your name? Donnie Brown. And what are you driving, Donnie Brown? Massey Ferguson 255. What year? 1957. And what was the 
making their way to Main Street in Calicoon. We've got a 65, right? We've got a Ferguson 65 passing by and all different kinds of tractors. It's a tractor paradise here in Calicoon. What is this? This is Lil Lula. Yeah, Lil Lula, named after my grandmother. Yeah? Yes, grew up on a tractor like this with her. Was your grandmother a farmer? Yes. Yep, she was. Yep, spent all, the, all of my summers in the hay field with her. Where? Cold Springs. Maple Syrup Weekend, 2007. Around 300 different natural flavor compounds have been found in pure maple syrup. A sugar maple tree is usually 30 years old or more and at least 10 inches in diameter before it's tapped. And I am in my car on Aiden Road in Liberty, New York, heading towards Parksville because today is New York State Maple Syrup Day and I'm headed towards the Muthig Farm who will be giving educational tours about the history and making of maple syrup. It's March 19th. I want to focus on my hometown and what people have been doing here for hundreds of years. Oh, we got another tour starting if people get out here. So I am now at the Muthig family farm. And you're Dot Muthig? Yes, I'm Dot. Hi. How, how long have you had this farm? Well, we started... We built the first part of this in 1958, and then we added on this part we added on later on. So but we've been making syrup here since 1958. So you've been making syrup since 1958, and we're standing at the entranceway to, what do you call this structure? <laughs> <laughs> we call it a sap house. The sap house, and yeah. I'm looking at steam coming up from a machine in, yeah, in the next room. Yeah, called the evaporator, and it's evaporating most of the water out of the sap because it's only like three percent sugar content so it takes a lot to 
evaporate and get it down to syrup. What's the ratio of the sap to the syrup? Uh, roughly 40 gallons to one. That's amazing, 40 Some, gallons sometimes to Sometimes towards the end of the season it'll be even more. I'm Dennis Muthick. I'm the number one son. All right, we're going we're gonna to give you a little bit of history. And again, keep looking around because every, every aspect of the sap bush is different. And it really tells a different story. Right now we're in a section where these single bucket trees, all hard maple trees, they're all uh, first time being tapped. They're approximately 50 years old, and they're ranging in diameter from uh, 8 to 12 inches. There's always been a bit of controversy with the family on how big a tree for the first time. Uh, I'd rather wait till it's 12 inches wide. Uh, the old timer next door says, start him at eight, let's go, I'll be dead by then. So, you know, uh, they're really looking for a beautiful day like today. It's a bluebird day. Well, cool. thank you again. Have Take a great care. day. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Leaving the Muthig Maple Syrup Farm and Riverfest, hosted by the Delaware Valley Arts Alliance. River's the key that really holds everything together for us. Um, you know, people are coming up here from, from the urban environments, New York, New Jersey. We get them over from Scranton, Philadelphia. And it's just a very unique and, and special place. Just waking up in the morning and looking at the, the river really just makes you feel very good. And then within the confines of the river, you've got all sorts of things. We've got the bald eagles that is a major draw, not only in the summer, but especially during the winter months and in January and February. You've got a lot of other wildlife that can be observed in, in the valley. And then tied to that, you also have a lot of the cultural themes as well. We've got the Zane Gray Museum, the Roebling Bridge, we've got Fort Delaware, and everything is all pretty much connected to that river thread that runs up and down. Song. Little Junior Park. A cousin of is going on, but we'd like to kind of carry on in his name.
and this from the Trout Parade in 2008 and 2010. I'm in the car making my way from behind the school to Main Street in Livingston Manor, which runs along the Willowemock River. People are sitting outside of their houses right now. They're waving to us, watching us. Sea creatures coming up alongside me. I'm gonna lead you. Oh good, the sea creature's leading me. Sea creature with stop the power lines on the back of her fish purse. I am here in Livingston Manor for the third annual Trout Parade. And it does go, it starts out, because they specifically said, you know, some sort of country thing with like yodels and stuff. So that's how it starts with yodeling. Come on, little fishy, little fishy. Say not the mermaid is a myth. I knew one once. Name Mrs. Smith. She stood while playing cards and knitting. Mermaids are not equipped for sitting. I kind of like the playful porpoise. A healthy mind in a healthy corpus. He and his cousin, playful dolphin. Why they like swimming, like I like golfing. I don't mind eels, except as meals and uh, Oh, I hate the way they feel. I don't mind eels, except as meals, oh, and the Octopus, is them arms or is them legs? Ooh, what is it? I begs, tell me, is them arms or is them legs? I marvel at the octopus. If I were thou, I'd call me us. If I were thou, I'd call me Nina Mankin. That was beautiful and funny. <laughs> Nina sang this song up on the stage behind us for the wedding party. Wedding party consisted of the bride, Jenny Litton, and Eric Hirsch. And Jenny, I believe, is responsible for the trout parade. She and Gerard helped start the trout parade. So the first trout parade was their brainchild. Why don't we go have some champagne and cake and send them on their way over That'd here? That'd be great. I'm Sabrina Artel, and this is Trailer Talk. My guests are Nina Mankin, who just sang the song that she sang on stage for the wedding party based on Ogden Nash poetry, and Nina Aladort. They have traveled here from New York City to participate in the trout parade now for the second year in a row. Do you think you'll come back next year? Absolutely. So they're coming back next year as well. Should we, can we bring a, a brownie to your yeah, you should probably, those kind of stuck together, but there's a napkin. Here's the 7th Annual Trout Parade celebrating all that is fishy in the zany participatory community event 
in the tiny hamlet of almost 1,500 people that is located at the entrance to the Catskill State Park and sits on the banks of the Willoweemock River. The rain subsided. That magical trout sent a message to Mother Nature or something like that. There's a seahorse on stilts. My name is Elijah. Hello, Elijah. What a pleasure to have you joining me today on this Saturday of the Trout Parade. Where did you get your beads? Um, from somebody on stilts. Come in. Come on in, you duck race fundraising volunteer fireman. My name is Wade Subbers. I'm from the Little Savannah Fire Department. My name's Dick Trotty. Basset hounds, I love it. Okay, so I have three basset hounds, four basset hounds. One of them is looking to be adopted. This is part of the basset hound rescue of what, Sullivan County or? This is Bibblanic. The Mountain Tones, a volunteer community traveling marching band that you can see from one event to another throughout the Sullivan County Catskills, organized by Van Morrow, a resident of Livingston Manor. Dennis Kowalchuk from the NACL Theater in Highland Lake is the seahorse on stilts and is joining me for Trailer Talk. Now, this Have is... Have you ever had a stilt walker in your trailer before? Because I barely fit. It's a wide-reaching, wonderful community, and, and yeah, these kinds of celebrations make us really appreciate where we're at and who, where, 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 we've, where we've come. I mean, this community has, I think, really done an amazing job building itself. Since 10 years ago, when I first came, I feel like there's, like... A lot more activity and cultural yes. events like this and and people really caring and making an effort to build build more more networks and more layers to who we are and where we are it's really beautiful and Tannis you are an artist in this community you have a theater mm -hmm. and a theater company NACL in Highland Lake if you could share with us, uh, for you, the role of the artist and the arts here in this community, the kinds of work that you do, and how you're connecting. Well, I feel like the role of the artist changes as times change. And hmm. I feel right now that the role of an artist is to ask, the, ask questions that may be underneath the surface of our everyday thinking and thoughts and... Um, and activities. So I think really trying to, to scratch below the surface to explore issues that are maybe in our dreams or in our nightmares, um, and at the same time to celebrate the extraordinary and to, to recreate it or create it, or create the unimaginable as well. So I think service to society is one thing, but also service to the to potential and imagination is the other side of being an artist. So, This is Wes Skillingham, the program director from Catskill Mountain Keeper. The Grand Marshal of the 2011 Trout Parade is Ramsey Adams, the executive director of Catskill Mountain Keeper. Okay, come on in, guys. Please, Catskill Mountain Keeper, friends and family who are just in the parade. Iris Gillingham, Rowan Gillingham, Wes Gillingham, who's the program director for the Catskill Mountain Keeper, and that's our local environmental advocacy group. It's based in Youngsville, New York. 
Uh, they also represent the entire Catskill region, which uh, we have seven counties throughout the Catskills. Wes, you've come in here with your kids, and you were just in the parade, and you were singing a song. We love the idea of the Trout Parade and having all these people come out and the community come out for this. So Mountain Keeper has been doing, since we started, we've been doing the, the parade in some form or fashion, and it's always at the last minute. And yes. So we threw a bunch of stuff on our old farm wagon and, and came down here. But then I was thinking, well, everything about, you know, fish and streams and rivers and the Crawdad song popped into my head. You get a line, I get a pole, honey. You get a line, I get a pole, babe. You get a line, I get a pole, babe. You get a line, I get a pole, babe. You get a line, I get a pole. We go down to the crowd at hall, honey. Oh, sugar, babe, and mine. Mid-Atlantic Basset Hound Rescue. And we have a sweetie in here who needs a home. Yes. Right. And so, okay, first of all... <laughs> You were a pack, pack of hounds Correct. for this trout parade. Uh -huh. uh, just amazing. Everybody, I mean, the parade just erupted at that point. Completely lost any semblance of being a line. And everyone was running out to uh, to meet your basset hounds. And you're all in tie-dye. And Aileen Gunther, the assembly person of the 98th Assembly District. Jerry Cohen. So Aileen Gunther, you are a regular. The, at I this trout it. parade, I love it's it. a seventh annual. You nice. got to hula hoop again. This is a great day, and thank God it didn't rain. Oh, I know, and it's a wonderful celebration of everything that we do have. And right. People have been sharing with me, of course, the unique quality of the trout parade here in right. Lewis and Manor. I mean, it really does. It's the playfulness of it, I think, and the extravagance of the well, costumes. People are having a really great time, just walking around and going into all the shops and all the little booths around. And it's really it's nice, very nice. And also, we're celebrating that trout capital. I was up here to throw the first cast because on beginning of fly season at the junction pool and you know as we drove here today you notice all along the rivers people fishing and it's yes. just known all over the world for the great you know the sport of trout fishing the opening of the trout season from 2006 well it's fly fishing season in the catskills this is sullivan county new york and we are in the very epicenter of the fly fishing sport. We have the most beautiful streams, the rivers, the Beaverkill, the Willoweemock, and others that are coursing through this county. So as I'm listening to the Fisk Brook outside the windows of my house, I am thinking of those waders out there, of those people, those fisher fishermen, and that first lady of fly fishing, Joan Wolf, who are still out there during the season, which opens on April 1st, and I was fortunate to be there with Trailer Talk. Being Trout Town, USA, then. It's a tradition that we all gather here on April 1st, whether there's snow or rain or ice. There's and... been plenty of snow in the past. That's right. Today was <laughs> remarkably beautiful for April 1st, but um, it's a tradition that was started actually uh, with the two-headed trout dinner uh, being the night before the season. 
and it was always celebrated down at the Antrim Lodge, which was an old lodge here in town. And from what they feel, it was about the 50s when a group of local fishermen and press writers from out of New York City used Red to come. Smith. Yeah. yeah. And they would uh, sit around Keener's Pool, which was actually the bar at the Antrim. And that started the tradition. And so the chamber took it over about 10 years ago, the two-headed trout dinner, and uh, that has grown into a very nice uh, fundraiser for the town. For the town of Roscoe. Mm -hmm. And when did this Junction Pool event begin? Do you remember? Well, that's the story of the two-headed trout. uh, A writer back in many years ago, they got talking, and they got uh, talking about the Junction Pool, a junction of the Beaver Kill and the Willow Weemock. And tradition was born that a trout came up to Junction Pool, and he couldn't decide which river to go up, the Willow or the Upper Beaver Kill. And so he grew two heads. And what is his name? He's just the two-headed trout. The two-headed trout? <laughs> Have either of you... DEC Officer Scott Steingart or Miriam Stone, have you seen this two-headed trout? Absolutely. You have? Yes. Um, He doesn't tell me where it comes up, but I I haven't seen it. (laughs) I would love to see the two-headed trout. Well, that makes sense that, Officer Steingart, you've seen it because you spend so much time uh, in the the river and around the rivers. The Calicoon Center Band, a band concert that has been happening in the hamlet of Calicoon Center since 1934. trailer now and heading back to Liberty, New York. And many more things. Do you have a favorite? From the kitchen table, out on the road, I'm Sabrina Artell. Thanks for joining me for Sabrina Artell's Trailer Talk. The music for the show, Patti Smith, People Have the Power, Ralph Stanley and the Clinch Mountain Boys, Maple on the Hill, Al Green, Take Me to the River. Trailer Talk is produced by Sabrina Artell. For more information, please visit trailertalk.net. Thank you all who joined me in these conversations. I'm Sabrina Artel. Safe travels.
Hi, Staff Sergeant Doug Sandberg inviting you to join me for our next edition of Let's Talk Vets for our Memorial Day tribute. Seneca County historian Walt Gable will explain how a small celebration in Waterloo, New York, became the genesis for our National Day of Remembrance. Then history comes alive in Honesdale as area high school students give voice to notable Civil War addresses during the annual Living History Oral Expression Contest. Let's Talk Vets, Wednesday, June the 12th, right here on WJFF. WJFF Radio Catskill and Farm and Country are looking for volunteers to join our radio production team. 